I want to just bring a very short word to our hearts. In Psalm 78, read the plagues in Egypt, which brought a proud, rebellious nation to its knees. The psalmist in that psalm in verse 48 calls it the hot thunderbolts from heaven. Hot thunderbolts from heaven that came because of the fierceness and the anger and the wrath and the indignation of God. And then he goes on to say this very powerful and unusual and only time mentioned statement in the Word of God that evil angels have come among them. That's an awesome phrase. Evil angels, the angel of death that struck the firstborn, has come amongst them. Now, a careful study of the plagues and pestilences of the Scripture, and indeed outside the Scripture, reveals the two main reasons for God sending them. And my dear friend, this is a pestilence. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ said in Matthew 24 would come just before his return. We must never forget that this is prophetical. And we must always remember that, that uh, this is a pestilence that Jesus said would come. And now there are two reasons that the Word of God gives, and we must always stick to the Word of God in these situations. And that's what I'll be doing next uh, Lord's Day in Scott Street. I, indeed, I have it in the paper, what the Bible says about this malady that has struck the globe. So there are two main reasons for God sending them according to the Word of God. First of all, it's to display the wrath of God upon nations who rebel and reject His Word, His will, and His ways. And the second one is this, and this is not talked much about these days, but my friend, this is very important. Second one is to display the mercy and the love and the grace of God to sinners and to backsliders and to a dead, dying, sleeping church to awaken in these last days. Both these scenarios, scenarios have been played out uh, every day before us. They're prevalent in this present pandemic that's shaken the world. I personally, myself, have engaged some people, and I know of other pastors who have had people coming to them and talking to them about what's happening in the world in great distress. And as this goes on, more people will be distressed. More sinners will be examining themselves. More backsliders will be looking at the futility of their past life as Christians. This is a wake-up call, backslider. Get back into the battle. Get back into the work. Get back into the witnessing. You'll soon be at the judgment seat, and we'll soon have to give an account for God. This last plague that touched the Egyptians, uh, the flesh of the firstborn, the tenth plague that struck the firstborn, and every one of them, my friend, and the firstborn, the firstborn in, in, in Pharaoh's house, the firstborn right down through the ranks of the Egyptian economy, those all perished. And those of you who are listening to me this morning and are not saved, this is a thunderbolt. 
This is a thunderclap. This is a thunderclap from God's heaven to awaken us up before he comes back again. And God, in his mercy, is calling men and women to repent. This is the grace of God. He, may, he might well have not given us this opportunity. He may well have burst the clouds and come without giving Northern Ireland or giving Britain another opportunity to come. And so, my friend, he has given us an opportunity. This is a thunderclap from heaven. Hear it. This is God speaking. God speaking. Wherever you are this morning, God speaking to you about your life, about your past life, about your wasted life, that you're going out to meet God. This is the last plague, probably the last plague before he burst the cloud and come again. And some of these days he's going to rapture the church. He's going to take us out. My friend, you read Matthew 24. You read Luke 17. You read all the prophetical scripture of Revelation. And we're so close, so close to the Lord's return. And yet in his mercy, he's saying now, I'm giving you another opportunity before I take the church out and before the wrath comes. Now, this is not the tribulation. Don't let anybody tell you this is the tribulation. My friend, the tribulation, when the tribulation comes, in Revelation we read, once the church goes, the tribulation is going to come on this earth. Do you know that the four horsemen of the apocalypse is going to ride in? The pale horse of death. Do you know how many souls is going to claim? Will you read your Bible? It's going to take a quarter of the world's population. This thing here will pass. It will not take the quarter of the world's population. It, it pray, God, pray to God that it will not touch any of our homes in this area or in this district. But, but my friend, the worst is yet to come. And God's preparing you. He's preparing you, sinner. If you miss it, if you miss this, you're going to go into the great tribulation and there'll be no hope of getting saved. So he's calling men and women to repent. He's calling men and women to flee from the wrath to come, as he did before he destroyed the world in Noah's day, as he did before he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. He's given opportunities, opportunities to come, backslider come, sinner come. Young man, waking up to the, to the fact that Jesus Christ is coming again and the wrath of God is going to come upon this old world. How did the children of Israel get saved? Why were they not struck? Why were they not brought down that night? Why was the firstborn in their family not hit on the night of the Exodus, on the night of the Passover? Why were they not hit? Because one reason, my friend, and the one reason is this, the blood, the blood was on the door and the lintels of their house. And God says, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. When I see the blood, and I say to you, my friend, that's, that's a precursor of Calvary's cross. Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary. He died for our sins. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. Don't let the world think. Don't let the nation think that they can slay the Savior and battle the Savior, the Creator, the Son of God, and get away with it. We're not getting away with it. But all oh, in His mercy and in His grace, He's calling us to repent. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Run to the cross. Run in faith, repentance towards God, and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Come, for all things are now ready. 
It come because he could come at any moment. My friend, you mightn't have the rest of this day. He could burst the clouds today. I tell you, this is serious. And God is calling. And God is speaking. And God has given you an opportunity to come and seek him while he may be found. For you know not the day nor the hour that the Son of Man is going to burst the clouds and come again and take us home. Come to Jesus. That's why he died. He died for our sins. And the firstborn of the children of Israel were not touched. And you'll not be touched. You'll be taken out. You'll be lifted out. And if you die before it, you'll die and go to heaven. And glory to God. And the worst thing, our brother Day said to me last night on the phone, the worst thing that can happen to us. Do you know what the worst thing is that can happen to us as believers? That we'll be in heaven. <laughs> My friend, if that's the worst thing that can happen, I'm looking forward to that. We'll be in heaven and we'll see Jesus. And no matter what happens, we're going to be with the Lord. Come now. Come today. Don't go home. Get saved in your car. Get saved today. Tonight, don't leave it too late. And Jesus Christ will come, will take you if you come and repent and say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Say it now. Cry to God now. You don't know what's going to happen this week. Call on to him now, Mother. Call on to Mother's Day. Wouldn't it be lovely, Mother, to call on to Jesus today? Wouldn't it be lovely, young man, to seek the Lord today? Come to him today. Pray the prayer. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Cleanse me from my sin. I don't want to go to hell. Say like the man said to me the other night, I'm, I'm, I don't want to go. I don't want to leave this world in the state that I'm in. You do the same. Come to Christ. He'll save you, he'll take you in, and he'll make life worth living, death worth dying, and eternity worth looking forward to. God bless you, and thank you for coming, and do come back and make it known. 11 o'clock next Lord's Day morning and 7 in the evening. There'll be no meeting here tonight. 11 and 7 next Lord's Day morning in Scott Street, Car Park in Dungannon, where we shall be preaching the word. And keep safe, and obey what you were told, and... Keep touch with one another, pray for one another, and the Lord will bless, and the Lord will come. And don't let fear get in. Fear is the worst thing. Don't, don't let the devil scare you. Listen, the best is yet to be, and God's going to overrule in all these things. Let us bow in a word of prayer, please. Thank you. Father, we thank you again for the word of God. We thank you again for Jesus. We thank you again for the cross. We thank you again for the blood. We thank you, Lord, for those of us that are under the blood today. And oh, we bless thee and we praise thee. And we pray that every man and every woman and every child listening to me and all our families and all our home, that not one will perish, O oh God, but that they will seek thee while thou art found and call upon thee while thou art near. Lord, restore the backsliders. Bring us back into, in, in, into value and into power for God. Help us, we pray, in these dark and last days. And Lord, I just pray this morning for dear mothers that are listening to me. I thank you for them. And Lord, they have a big responsibility in these days with their children at home and looking after them and caring for them and worrying about them and all that goes with it. And we pray, Lord, that you will bless dear mothers this morning. Bless every mother and bless every woman and bless every man and every child in relation to this fellowship. And we're going to come out the other side of this in victory and we're going to see God move and we're going to see the revival that we're praying for sweeping through this county and through this land. We give you 
thanks, we give you praise, and we lift our hearts to thee in praise and in thanksgiving for what you're going to do. For we ask these things in that lovely, in that wonderful, that precious, that adorable name of our Saviour, and for his sake. Amen and amen, and God bless you.